South of the border, um, Jake the Snake, a.k.a. Jake Frazick, my fucking God-given name, government name. I think it's both. Uh, yeah, I, I was on a brief sabbatical for the last two weeks, handling some shit that had to be handled, and now I'm back. And uh, if, you're, if you're listening to this, you might hear me shout out some people, because when I do these solo jammy damaged goods, I do them on Instagram Live, which I'm not the super duper fan of, but I'm not a hater of either, you know? Uh, people enjoy them, so I'm doing them there. So if I occasionally shout somebody out, that's why. Sorry to disrupt the flow of things. Um, but I come to you on this on this day to uh, just to share my possibly useful, most likely useless uh, pieces of information, but pointing the perspectives, none the fucking less. None the fucking less. Um, as a writer, and especially writing down my second book in little pieces here and there and stuff, I'm, I'm acutely aware of... Uh, phrasings, word choice. If you remember when you was a kid in school, English class or whatever, like if your teacher was grading your, your paper or whatever, they might have a critique about it. Uh, on your paper, they might write like WC. That meant word choice, right? Or phrasing. How you say things is very important. Obviously, it's what you're saying is the meat and potatoes of it all, but you got to deliver that fucking message, man. Just like musicians, just like anybody. How are you getting that message across? Uh, to look at the glass half empty... <laughs> Some shit I fucking hate is some cliche sayings. And I know cliches are cliche for a reason, Snake Man. Yes, I get it. They are kind of true, but some of them are just whack. Let's just keep it funky. They're lazy. It's for those who are lazy who want to talk and sound profound without really having to do any legwork or actually tap into some kind of genius level proficiency of their mind for, God forbid, five seconds to say something right. But I don't like cliches. And there's a few few phrases I quite despise, which I'm going to share with you now, and I'm going to tell you why. You hear this one. You know, maybe you're sharing some bad news, or people are asking you how it's going, and it's been a rough patch or some shit, or something happens unsavory. People might say, it is what it is. Shit, man, I don't know. It is what it is. Oh, is it what it is? No shit. Thanks for the astute observation, Socrates. Like, fuck it. Yeah, dude, it is what it is. I know, but try to f be a little more eloquent, man. Use some eloquence. Articulate yourself better. Yes, I know it is what it is, but that is such a lame, disappointing, and predictable way to say shit. So that's one cliche I fucking hate, dude. And I, I seem like in the last 20 years of my life, I've heard it more than I would like to have heard it. Uh, another one you hear is, uh, don't gotta get ready if you stay ready. And I preface... My podcast, like I preface a lot of them, I'm saying things that some of my like family and friends say. I'm clowning or dissecting, criticizing, analyzing, if you will, some of these things my family and friends say. So I still love you guys. I'm just keeping it funky. But yeah, don't got to get ready if you stay ready, man. Don't got to get ready if you stay ready. Yo, thanks for helping me from the future, Nikola Tesla. Listen, um, shut the fuck up. Gotta get ready if you stay ready. I'm ready for you to shut the fuck up. Posting pictures of yourself at the gun range like your fucking commando. Listen, John Connor, the revolution ain't started. All right, we're too cozy here. We'd like to think we ain't, but we way too comfy here. So calm down with that shit. I know your sentiment is in the right place, but dude, gotta get ready if you stay ready. I, I, I'm ready for you to put that shit away from my face like that, that imagery, that posturing. That's what the fuck I'm ready for, dog. 
Hindsight's twenty twenty. Some shit goes bad in your life. You make a mistake, some shit like that. Your friend, your family member is right there to offer this sound piece of advice. Very comforting words. Really original, too. Hindsight's twenty twenty, man. Jake, hindsight's twenty twenty. Thank you. Again, Nikola Tesla from the fucking future. Listen, we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. And looking back, it's natural to see things you could have done better. It's natural to, 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 to be like, I could have done that a little bit better. I could have done that a little bit better. A little bit different, perhaps, even. It's not, you know, you're not shaming yourself. You're not whipping your back, lashes, begging for pens. But, yeah, dude, hindsight is twenty twenty, motherfucker. Thanks for telling me. If I knew shit perfectly at the moment, I wouldn't have your ass telling me some unoriginal bullshit. Okay? Saying that regurgitated piece of wording does not make you Nostradamus. Not Nostradamus nor Nostradamus. I can't say that word or that man's name without making it sound like that Nas album. <laughs> um, another cliche. Cliche, he say, she say. Damn, that's a fucking tongue twister. Good thing I'm not drunk. Cl- cliche, he say, she say. Say that shit five times fast when you're sober. That'd be a tough one. Um, yeah, it's the sound of pineapple juice. Get used to it. Another one I'm quite not a fan of. I don't have any regrets. I got no regrets. And I'm not sure if this is a cliche saying, but it's a fucking saying I've heard way too many times. I ain't got no regrets. Um, but you fucking should. What kind of life you live in if you don't got some regrets? It makes me uh, ponder the Jay-Z song, Gotta Learn to Live with Regrets, off Reasonable Doubt. Um, we all got shit we wish we did different. Or we wished we didn't do at all. Regrets, mistakes, Fuck, man, read my book quicksand. Whole bunch of shit I regret. Saying I don't have any regrets. You know, everything made me the person I am. I'm glad for it. Yes, it did make you the person you are. Of course it did. Except it didn't make you completely honest with yourself. We gonna fuck up. We're human. We fuck up. Shit, I'm probably gonna fuck up sometime this week. I may, I very well may have fucked up today at some point. Acknowledging our regrets allows us to walk in the right direction, to find the right path. Pretending you don't have any is going to keep you on that same fucked up path. I don't got no regrets. Dude, I got, I got a regret hanging out with you and having that whack conversation where I had to hear you say that unoriginal bullshit. One thing I hate more than a bad record is a broken record. People repeating, regurgitating the same shit uh, drives, me, drives me slightly crazy. Um, and speaking of speaking of Jay Z quotes or Jay Z lyrics, it makes me think of another um, Jay Z quote, Jay Z lyric that was regurgitated to me many times. So, flashback, like I don't know, man, many many years ago, many moons ago, still doing music. I believe my group, The Greater Good, we just performed at some venue. Um, I'm a young young dapper snake, man. You know, I might have been indulging in some adult beverages and conversing with um, some special ladies at the, at the venue. And I recall my original plans, my original intentions with when one woman in particular didn't, didn't, I don't know, come to fruition. Now this other woman, who was kind of like a manager of one of the guys in our group, like his individual manager at the time, although I'm not quite so sure how much of a relationship business-wise they had, like if she was really managing them. Anyway, she'd been kind of flirtatious with me all night. I wasn't 
struck by any part of her essence or beauty, her personality or whatever, to be attracted to her. I had other endeavors in the, in the way, but whatever, she'd drink them. And, you know, like I said, my original intentions ain't coming to light. It's not working out. And sometimes as men, maybe women too, maybe people too, especially at this age and time, I was, I was like, all right, dude, you know what? I'm, maybe I'll, maybe I'll uh, indulge in the company of this woman. So we're talking at the bar still before we skate. She said, I don't know what in the conversation sparked this, but she quotes this Jay-Z lyric from the Black Album, um, the incredibly ill Just Blaze produced track, which I'm forgetting the name of, but you'll know it when I say the fucking lyric. It's, she says something in response to me. Well, like Jay-Z said, you were who you were when you got here. And I don't think much of it. It rolls right off me. It's, we're just having a conversation. We depart the venue in our respective vehicles, and I arrive at her house. And uh, this woman I would go on to fornicate with throughout the night. Not really super excited about it, but not unexcited about it. I think I was just, you know, whatever. Dude. Maybe like let down that my previous intention didn't happen to work out, and I'm here I am. I'm settling. We don't like to settle. Also, I'm drunk and I'm tired, but whatever. So we're hanging out. I think we're just starting to fool around. I don't recall what kind of conversation we're having. I'm drinking, but I ain't drinking that much because a I, I, I guy drove there. Got to be responsible. This young lady, on the other hand, was rather intoxicated, at least by my judgment. And uh, I know what intoxicated people seem to look like, sound like, talk like. And one of the telltale signs of being very, very intoxicated is repetitious speech. My mother drove me goddamn nuts the other day, the day after my father's funeral. She must have retold me the same fucking story like three times in, in an hour. My girl was like aware of my frustration growing. And uh, it's a thing people do when they're drunk. Some people do it when they're sober. And if that's the case, then you really got a problem. Anyway, back to the motherfucking story. She says something again to me in response. Well, like Jay-Z said, you were who you were when you got here. That's exactly how she sounds, by the way. No, nah, I'm joking. But that's my impersonation. But she said the same fucking Jay-Z there again. Now I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. She, whatever, we get, to, we get to it, right? Things get cracking. A fornication of sorts takes place. Afterwards, we're laying in bed. I'm sobered up by this time. She's not. Man, well, yeah, she is, but she's still just repeating herself, which makes me believe that she's not. I don't know, just being kind of like, just talking the same things. Two more times. Two more motherfucking times she says these Jay-Z lyrics, you were who you were when you got here. Now I'm like, all right, dude, this broken record that scratch needs to come off the motherfucking turntable. Um, and so that's when I decided to drive back to the other side of the city, back to, maybe I was in JP or Roxbury, in Boston. This is in Boston. I think she was in Cambridge. Um, I do recall, like, she had, like, like, blonde hair, but dark roots, which usually makes you think maybe you dye in your hair. And then the hair on her vaginal region, she kind of was rocking a muff. I know that's like kind of coming back right now. Bushes are kind of coming back, like a little retro 70s vibe, you know. And I get it. Whatever you want to do, that's, that's your thing. I respect your choice, however you want to rock it down there. We all have our preferences, what we enjoy. But what you want to do if you're the owner of that body, that's your call. But homegirl, she had a bush going on. And this is like 2006 or something. So it wasn't commonplace and it wasn't making a comeback it was quite a standout i was like oh shit the hair on her vaginal region also just like the hair on her head was blonde with dark roots it was blonde with dark roots um and i didn't put this together but the sherlock holmes brain of mine put it together 
many, many months and years later, I remember being a little kid, right? My mother would, like seven years old, eight years old, six years old, whatever. My mother would be like, all right, baby, all right, Jakey, all right, honey, um, I'm going to be in my room bleaching my pubes. Just a phrase I heard a lot when she would go to the room to do something, bleaching my pubes. I had no idea really what she was meaning. You get a little older, you realize, oh, pubes, pubic hair, she's bleaching them to be blonde. So I wondered if this girl was bleaching her pubic hair. But yeah, my mom used to say, uh, yeah, that's, you know, I'm just going to be bleaching my pubes, lay to bed. Um, yeah, and that's the way I am, why I am the way I am. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Fun little anecdotes from the snake man. Anyway. Anyways. If you're gonna have a conversation with me, if you happen to run me in person, please, let's, let's, let's do our both best jobs to keep the cliches to a motherfucking minimum. And uh, if any girls out there are bleaching your pubes still, dude, you, you, you're keeping a, a lineage alive, a tradition, I guess. Should I start? Do I have, what do I, I'm not trying to put it blonde. I got dark hair up here. It's dark down there. But yeah, bleaching pubes, fun times. All right, y'all. This episode of the Damaged Goods Podcast was brought to you by Elite Botanicals. Elite Botanicals is originally the CBD division of Elite Cannabis. If you guys have heard me talk about them, you know this is my favorite CBD product out there. The only one that truly works. I swear by it. That's why I'm endorsing them, not for any other reason. And now they're back with their new line for your little pets, Whole Pet CBD. They are one of the first companies farming high CBD cannabis under industrial hemp rigs. They've been working with CBD since 2013 with one of the first licensees in Colorado. Also, they've been working with Colorado State University since 2016 on their canine research study with CBD. So they know what they're doing. Their focus is providing farm-to-table product that uses the best ingredients possible, ultra-refined, distilled, full-spectrum CBD oil at high potency for reasonable pricing. That's the problem. Most of these other guys are overpriced for their non-working stuff. This allows for effective dosing and a 30-day-plus supply per unit. For the pets, they've got drops that go on their food or in their mouth. they got chicken and salmon-flavored ones. They've got soft gel capsules. they got a gravy powder. You just sprinkle that over their food or put a couple of water in there, and it makes a nice little gravy mix chocked full of CBD, glucosamine, and omegas for their joints. They've got nose and toes balm for cracked noses and paws, and they got some all-natural treats on the way. All this is available at wholepetcbd.com. Elite Cannabis, Elite Botanicals, and now Whole Pet CBD, all from Elite. Go check it out. And now for an additional discount, use the promo code DAMAGEDGOODS. That's D-A-M-A-G-E-D-G-O-O-D-S. Damaged Goods to get an additional percentage off.